Welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Nay. I'm Michael. And I'm Mark. Hey. Hey. We're the token queers from Bloomhouse, and we are inside Mugina today to bring you yet another horror kiki. Welcome. Thank you, Nay. I love what you've done with the place. Yeah, right? It's nice. Beautiful drapes. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like to think that we're in here to help you floss. Oh. You know? I mean, so to, thoughtful. Well, just to be on point for today's episode, for yeah, today's movie. Of right? course. I mean, Get those hard-to-reach spots. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Each you know, week. Anytime. What's, what's this for? <laughs> uh, well, you know, each week we pick a chestnut from the horror canon to discuss and decide once and for all where that movie lives on the Kinsey scale. I'm slap okay. happy. Y'all are so silly. Uh, very silly. Okay. We'll be good. We'll I'm be already good. at a 13. Mm-hmm. We'll be good. It's all right, because we're going to check out everything from Splatter to Supernatural, Honor the Worthy, and Drag the Rest. Yeah, girl. (laughs) In the coming weeks, we'll have guests joining us to discuss their queer cinematic obsessions in depth. Yay! Okay, tea time. Okay. (laughs) I want to know what you've been watching this week. Okay. Um, and I don't know which one of you wants to go first. I'm going to let, defer to Mark because I've had guests the last two weeks, okay. so I haven't watched a lot of stuff, to be perfectly honest. Okay. I've right. watched some stuff, but I will say that I the thing that really stuck with me is that uh, recently they just – Sony and Fathom Events just re-released – Across the universe for like three nights in theaters. and Oh, that's you, right. You and Josh went, right? Yeah. And if you yeah. don't know what Across the Universe is, it's a movie with Evan Rachel Wood and Jim Sturgis that Julie Taymor directed that is a giant, sprawling musical about the 60s using only Beatles songs. Okay. And... <laughs> what? what you not doing? interested, oh, honey. Like, never mind. Like, let me write this. It's never mind. Oh wow. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Well. Uh, well. <laughs> Sheesh. So you were saying? Oh boy, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> tough crowd. I we're can't wait fine. to hear what you've been watching, Nay. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was. Um. I and it was just. Look, anybody who does like Beatles music, uh, this and if you haven't seen it, absolutely, uh, please do check it out. It's a movie that's so ahead of its time in terms of being about what it's like to be young in America at a time of political unrest, at a time of and, – and for a movie that came out in, I think, 2007. Was it that long ago? Yes. Okay. Um, it is astonishing how this movie centers uh, queer people, people of color – women in sort of in a larger sort of tapestry of what it means to be an American just striving to just be yourself uh, under very cool pretty okay. oppressive I'm forces write it back down. yeah, yeah. I, you know what Start I don't need your that approval back in. I don't need, don't you write that down Nate. I do not need your approval uh, and I, I just have to say it's like is it is it perfect? No. It's like it's two and a half hours and sometimes it goes into full tilt like Antonioni's psychedelica that's like just like you just literally are sitting there going like, what the fuck am I watching? But when it works, it's gorgeous and beautiful and so heartfelt and humanistic. And I just, I really can't recommend a movie uh, enough that this movie enough, especially now. Cool. So it's on iTunes. I'm probably, sh- I'm pretty sure it's on other streaming platforms too, but I highly recommend. Okay. That's a good rec. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I, say, I don't dislike the Beatles. I just sometimes... I think it's fun to pretend like I don't know who they are mm-hmm. to certain people because they get mad. And it blows their mind, it's probably. It's so funny. And sure. I'm just like, who? <laughs> Come on, you know, <laughs> the Beatles. And I'm like, I wait, what? I love Beatles. Oh, my God. They're, they're just the coolest. Like, I like documentaries on that. And they're like, no, 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 no. Exasperation. It's not a movie that, like, it that requires you to be to have Beatlemania. I will say okay. that. It's okay. just, it's sort of like a catch-all kind of, like, okay. it's... 
It's worth it. I bet you would enjoy it. Okay, Mark. Enjoy it in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah, it's even better without Mark there. Um, <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> anything. Just, so I don't even know why today. I said that. I, I don't thinking, even know. What did I do to you? I brought cookies. <laughs> you did. I brought cookies today, and this is what I get, listeners. My stomach uh, hurts from eating an entire one before the show I can started. leave. I can just leave. And Bye. You guys can- <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael, you go next. Um, I haven't really watched anything lately. Like I said, I had family for like two weeks straight. Mm-hmm. So I was on a movie kick, like movie pass kick mm-hmm. right before that. I saw like four movies in a row and then I haven't seen anything since. But I have been obsessed with LeBron James lately. Yes. Uh, and I wanted to talk about him today because hero. he is so great. So I kind of went into a deep dive on him over the weekend because – about mm. about the school. <laughs> Go on. Girl. Yeah, <laughs> I wish there was more to tell. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Um, and uh, he's just really, he's just so great. Yeah. But I also, in my deep dive on him and all the charity work he does, you know, with his new school and just all the cool stuff he's doing, I found out that, like, Guy Fieri does, like, similar things. Not yes. as um, grand but there was another – I believe there was another wildfire this past week up north. Mm-hmm. He went and fed like thousands of people. Guy Fieri apparently for I think several years – unless this is just internet lore and I don't believe that's the case. But Guy Fieri has quietly been enacting random acts of major kindness yes. all over the place. And like people Honda. love to make fun of him because his well, food. Yes. Yeah. But uh, it turns out that he's uh, by all accounts a pretty awesome guy. Yeah, he – Fed 5,000 people last year during the wildfires mm-hmm. up north. Like Jesus. And like off the grid too. Like not, <laughs> not, not like doing it for social media. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people are finding out later. And then when his sister passed away, he became an ordained minister. And to honor her, he performed 500 same-sex weddings. Oh. Like – Guy. Yeah. Guy Fieri, I, you guys. So, like, Guy Fieri, LeBron James, what a great weekend for so, me. So, I mean, we should have, like, some, like, <laughs> corn dogs slathered in something. I go to Fla- in his honor. What is it? Flavortown, he always calls it. Yes, he calls it Flavortown. I, I do enjoy that yeah. show. I, I love, yes. like, when Food I'm network. traveling, like, Googling the spots where I'm at and mm-hmm. then trying one out. It's yeah. always bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I've been watching a lot of Food Network lately. I've been, like I said, I've been, I think I've said this several times here that I've been wanting, like, fluff. And like happiness mm-hmm. and oh. stuff, I watch. Even though I'm watching Top of the Lake, still finishing season two, folks. Good lord. Um, but yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch a lot of stuff. But I got to do a nice di- deep dive into LeBron James' philanthropy over the weekend. Amazing. And he's going to be in LA, you guys. Maybe he'll do the show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get to Dear watch Mr. your James. mom do anything interesting? Like my mother while yeah. she was here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, the, my favorite thing that she does now, my mom's 74 years old. Um, in a car, she reads every single sign okay, that you I pass. can't. Why does that Like, what is that? Like, and I can't tell if she's reading it to me or to herself. It's like half and half. Yeah. And then, like, literally every building we pass, she'll be like, do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? Oh Do you know God. what that my is? And I'm like, Mom, too. we're like an hour from my house. I visited my mom this past weekend. And <laughs> oh, that's right. You had mom time this weekend, too. Yeah. And when we're when we're hanging out, I do the driving, and she's in passing. You know, she's shotgun. And we put destinations in the GPS, but as the GPS lady is like, in one mile, you will turn left. You don't want to do blah. that. And no, no, my mom will be like, 
you're going to want to turn left. <laughs> and at one point, we just started. I just started laughing because I was just like, you do realize that you're literally echoing? And she started laughing, too. My mom's hilarious. Yeah, so my, my mom was doing that, and I, uh, one of my sisters was here, too. And so my sister started doing it, uh-huh. but to, like, fuck with me. <laughs> so my mom would say, like, oh, uh, it's a Thai restaurant. And you <laughs> hear my sister behind her go, yeah, that's that's a Thai restaurant. <laughs> the entire way to LAX on Monday when I was dropping them off. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like, what do you do? Because uh, <laughs> she was just messing with me. Mom's good, mom. Great. My mom's always I love my gasping mother. in the car. She'll go, <gasps> and I'll be like, what? What? And she'll be like, an orange tree. <laughs> <gasps> is that is that an avocado tree? And you're like, oh, oh Jesus. my god, mom. Like, yeah, and I know I'm a jumpy bitch. You don't you love them? I tried explaining to her this podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Really? I needed like graphs and like <laughs> pictures, and I just didn't have those on. Listen, so my she's mom like, "What's a podcast and queer horror? What does that mean?" Yeah, my mom keeps asking, "When does it start?" And I was just all I could think of was you going, "Come gutters, come gutters, come gutters." I was like, <laughs> I was like "Oh God!" So I was just <sighs> like, "Oh, here we go. It's going to be interesting." Anyway, Nay, what are you watching? Hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, as I sharpen uh, my knives. <laughs> well, for one, love watching LeBron James work out in his leggings. Ooh, on girl. Instagram, he does post some videos like that. So you're welcome. Thank you. It's very good. Thank the you. only workout vids I like watching, to be honest, are his. Yes, yes. So, Amen. Um, but I also watched Room. It, have you seen with that movie? Uh, Brie Larson? Please don't ask me who's in it because I don't remember. But it's called Room. The mom, <laughs> the mom and the little boy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Another one. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. It's like good movie, haunting. Right? Yeah. It was just like. There was just this element that I often think about when I'm watching other horror movies where I'm like, okay, but like what happens now that this person has PTSD, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And I feel like that movie was just very thought-provoking and I loved it, yeah. It's interesting to look at the aftermath of that kind yeah. of trauma, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and See, I, I can also- be supportive Oops. of your viewing choices now. Okay, great job, Mark. Um, yeah. And then I also <laughs> binge-watched watch the last season today. of Orange is the New Black. Wait, okay. the new one? Yeah. Oh, is it? How is the new season? It came out on like I don't even know what last Thursday. I'm like way behind. Something. I yeah. So well, I, I fell no behind idea. too. I think it was last season. That I kind of stopped watching for a long time because mm-hmm. I was a little bored, and then at some point picked it back up, and then I liked this season a lot so better. This one. Well, obviously, if you if yes, you binged I binged it, it. Then then it was pretty. I did binge it. That's great. Okay. Yeah. And you're enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It. It's so – there's certain parts of it. I mean I think anything about the prison industrial complex is going to be like nauseating at certain points, of course. But there are parts of this season I honestly thought I was going to throw up. Like it was just oh. heart-wrenching. Jesus. What yeah, season like, is it in? I six? think it's six. Six. Yeah. I was just like, oh, you you made this real relevant. And well, that's pretty great that a, okay. a show can do that six seasons yeah. and like kind of shock I, you I in really, a new way. Uh-huh. The prison like, shows. Oh God, prison yeah. shows. That's the thing is that there are endless. There's endless amounts of stories because there's so many different people yeah. and so many lives right. that they, you can Absolutely. like. Whether it's Oz or like in Australia, the head prisoner of cell block H, which is a show that literally ran for like 30 years, I think, Whoa. or something insane. Um, they're really wild. There's like actually Blu-rays that are available. Oh, you can okay. watch it. Or okay. I think it's on iTunes too, where you can watch like old episodes and just drop into like the middle of a season <laughs> and it's like it is the craziest. What's thing going now. on this week? It's but it's like really. It's well, it's interesting, right? Because like those shows were much more pulpy. You know, they were they weren't taking, you know, like you said, the prison industrial complex quite yeah. as seriously as we do now. And you know, Jenji Cohen's obviously, you know, she's pretty dedicated to exposing a lot of stuff about, yeah, about for profit prisons, et cetera, et cetera. Oof, ugly. Yeah, that really term is just so yeah. 
So all right. Well, now now I have a now I have a reason to watch it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Brian and I also watched more Shit's Creek this week. Oh. I should add that because I love that show. That show is like a warm blanket. It is so funny. <laughs> I, when I miss so when funny. I miss Canada, I just turn that shit on <laughs> and I'm just like, talk to me, Eugene Levy. Tell me all about it. All of them. Ugh. It's so good. And Stevie. I don't know the actress's name. I met her once. Oh, at, you did? At the Arclight. I love her. Okay. They were they were all there. They all walked by me because they were there for the premiere of their latest season. And I like screamed. <laughs> I literally screamed. And Stevie looked at me and she laughed. And I was just like, hi, you're so great on the show. And she was like, oh, what, hey, come watch, the sh- come watch the premiere. And I was like, I'm from Canada too. Take me with you. Like, I was just like, this country's insane right now. Help. And, um, and they, they were... They all seemed like very nice people. Yeah, Daniel and, Levy's uh, so funny. Yeah, she's he's great. Yes, he's so good. They um, all are. The whole cast is fantastic. Wonderful. Maybe, maybe he'll be a guest right after LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Bon Bron. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he'd want to follow up Amy. LeBron. Absolutely, absolutely. So, <laughs> what's your What's your favorite queer horror movie? Uh, <laughs> shall we move on to Shady Summer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we, this week we watched Teeth. Mm-hmm. Yes, we and, did. Chomp, um, chomp. It was, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear y'all's Shady Summary. Who goes first? I think Michael this time. I mean, I really didn't prepare one because it's, to me, the movie's pretty straightforward, right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. straightforward. No. So I'm just going to say, watch a cool chick reclaim her narrative hell yeah you know mm-hmm. hell yeah okay mm-hmm. uh, mine is teeth because dick doesn't always make you smile <laughs> real mm-hmm. you know. thank you good again another good one yeah uh, mine is a nuclear waste bad bitch oh my god I love that <laughs> uh, basically teaches us how to search for body autonomy okay yeah 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 love it Love her. I mean, I that is it, a, that is in a nutshell what this movie is about. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yep. And I think by our non shady shady summaries, it's pretty conclusive that the three of us enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Enjoy is a really hard word for me, True. considering the content. But right. I think we find the value in the film. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. I hear that. <laughs> yeah, I I am really interested to hear what you guys have to say about it because my relationship to this movie is so like it's I find this movie incredibly frustrating because it has everything that I love. I love its themes. I love the story. Mm-hmm. I love what it wants to say. I love how it uses uh, Don's. Um, I, I mean. I mean, considering the nuclear sort of aspect of it, you want to call it mutation or or uh, gift, you know, depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don might call it a gift by yeah. the end, right? Um, well, that's kind of, that's a good way to put it because in the beginning of the movie, she was, she searches mutation mm-hmm. and then by the end, she's like reclaiming herself mm-hmm. through it. Yeah. So that's the, a mutation to a gift. Quite. Absolutely. So yeah. it's, I, I, I have, watching this movie, for, I hadn't seen it since it first came out. And watching, Same. Yeah, and watching it, uh, this time around, I found myself uh, like it was a very push pull for me in a lot of ways. And yet, there's so many. When I think back on it, there's so many things where I like I love that moment. I love that moment. I love that moment. And yet, as a whole, I never quite like give over to it completely. Hmm. Um, well, but well, you know, I hadn't watched it until you two told me to watch it. Oh. So, I mean, since then, I think I've watched it like six you've times. Watched it. I was going to say, you've watched it quite a few times. Yeah, I really... We recommended it, what, like just maybe a month ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean... And then you made it your first pick. 
Yeah, I did. <laughs> you it stayed, down, it stayed down, with you. You're down with Dawn. Well, there's just so many things that I love about this movie, whether like how it looks or mm-hmm. just like things that are relatable and then just also really cool content. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Love a bad bitch story. I really know? love her in, yeah. the, the, in the movie a lot. It's a, it, she's, she gives a pretty damn great performance. Yeah. It's yeah. like she has to perform everything. Yeah. The entire, like she's on screen the entire time, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is hard enough to do. And also like she has a huge arc in yes. such a quiet way. Mm-hmm. And for her to pull that off, that's fucking tough. And I just, that's the thing I always take away when I watch this movie is how impressed I am with her. And like, I'm watching the movie. I was watching the movie last night, honestly, again, and was just like, where is she? Mm-hmm. I want to know where she is. I was looking up her filmography and I see she's done a bunch of stuff, but I'm like, why isn't she bigger? Why isn't she more known? She reminded me of a young Laura Linney. Oh my God. That's a great. Movie. Yeah. You know, Mm-mm. she, um, Laura Linney, uh, primal fear tales of the city. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, she was Marianne Singleton. Frasier. Yes. Was she in Frasier? She's oh, in the final that, six yes. episodes of Frasier. <laughs> That's who Frasier ends up with. Poor Laura. <laughs> Laura, if you're listening. We're sorry. <laughs> Just call us. We'll help. I don't mean Frasier. We love Frasier. I'm talking about. Rebooting it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you you didn't happening? see that? Yeah. He's taking pitches right now. You and Josh should go in. No, thanks. Um, <laughs> okay. I miss Sean Mahoney. I, I love David Hyde Pierce. I miss the chair. Yes. Um, I think Eddie the dog is dead too. I mean, no, he I has can't. to be. Of yeah. Course, but yeah, of course. The show right? started in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old ass dog. The dog is 45 dog. years old. <laughs> 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 okay. Right. Should we give anyway. a little quick recap to those freshly initiated to the show on what Teeth is if they haven't seen it? Sure. Yeah, I yeah I think so it's pretty straightforward. Few, but it is super straightforward. But I do – I feel like there's a few different aspects that I want us to keep in mind while we discuss it. Perfect. Not just because, you know, those we're, – we're so thoughtful as queer folks. Um, but because there's this fine line that I think we've talked about before where we dance between like what's in a movie and how it relates to real life mm. but then how it impacts us personally mm-hmm. and then whatnot. So um, – I had written down that uh, the show was a grim fairy tale of body autonomy mm-hmm. and the worst sibling ever and pure girl respectability 101. But um, it's also, a lot, I just think a lot more than that and it goes kind of deep. And I didn't think that necessarily the first time I watched it, but when I rewatched it after having like done a little research and I just, I just didn't realize that the director was gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just like slipped my mind um, before I watched. And that just like gave it some depth to me because it wasn't, I don't know, in my mind, whenever I think if it's like a cisgendered straight man making something, I'm like almost always annoyed with it immediately mm. <laughs> without like actually giving it a chance. And so... I've done that before. You're yeah. kind of looking for I'm just flaws. Like, are, yeah, I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you write this movie about this vagina? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know. Um, but I just, it just gave me like a lot more. I already liked it, right? Even though I went in trying to be a cynical old bitch, you know. But then I, you know, looked into it a little more and was like, you know what? This is actually pretty epic. Well, when you look at it from. I hate to speak for somebody who I don't know and don't really know much about, but when you find out that the director is gay you kind of look at it through their lens a little bit more than yeah. you would if they weren't. Yeah. Or if the director was just a cisgender man, you know, like, yeah. um, because you start noticing what 
he's trying to say mm-hmm. and you know what kind of um, themes he's going for compared to somebody else. Um, so the nuances are different. My yeah. my favorite thing about the movie, and I didn't get this the first time I watched it, but unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, this movie has become more on point yes, over the years agreed. since it first came out. Yeah, uh, is that in a lot of ways I think this movie is also about enthusiastic consent. Yes, in <laughs> um, that I and that is probably one of my favorite turns in the movie in the story where when Don finally does. Um, find a sexual partner that since we're not going to be spoilerific, uh, you know, when, when, when Don finally does uh, find a sexual partner that, and that she's excited, makes her happy, that makes yeah. her happy and, and, mm-hmm. and turns her on and, and that she, or actually arouses her, uh, the sex goes off without a hitch. Right. Yeah. And so this is her look of surprise after the end of that is so great. <laughs> right. Again, great performance. So great. And she's so good. And, um, uh, <laughs> and so, that to me is like probably the, the the most quietly witty thing about the movie is that this is not about a monster. This is yeah. a movie about a defense mechanism. Like the the scene with the rattlesnake, the the, the you know like the the defense mechanism that you know like over oh. thousands of years, yeah. you know rattlesnakes develop their rattles as a means of protection. Because right. What was it about their environment that was forcing them? to develop this, you know, to, to evolve into this thing. And so that I think is probably what makes teeth resonate despite whatever quibbles I have with it. Like it, it, it's impossible to say that the movie doesn't resonate, you know, um, two things, uh, during that scene when Mm -hmm. she has pleasurable intercourse and, uh, her body, like, I don't want to say lets its guard down, but kind of like relaxes and she lets herself have a good time. Yeah. I started thinking of the movie Carrie during that. Mm. Oh, it I absolutely. feel like Carrie's Teeth kind of stands in for Carrie. Like they kind of have a similar yeah. uh, track or pattern in a lot of ways. Whereas, like her TK manifests itself mm-hmm. when she's enraged, mm-hmm. and her dentata reacts when she's enraged mm-hmm. or when she's in defense mode. Right. So I don't know. I would. So then I started watching the rest of the movie, kind of like tracking Carrie in my mind you know what I mean so now I kind of would love to go back and do like a back-to-back of those movies and kind of see how they play against it like play with each other Mm. and would love to ask the director if Carrie was something he had in mind when he was writing writing the movie because I felt like there was a lot of similarities am I wrong Uh, I I actually I actually have an excerpt from uh, an interview with uh, Mitchell Lichtenstein where he discussed um, uh, Carrie actually and he said how about that and I quote, uh, the mix of comedy and horror and stuff I think is just my aesthetic, but I certainly recognize that Carrie is a model because she learns about her power reaching puberty and it's connected to her sexuality, and then it's a destructive power, but aimed toward people who, within the context of the movie, deserve it. But one big difference is that Carrie destroy- is destroyed in the end, and Dawn will never be destroyed because she is not a monster. <sighs> Love it. <laughs> Carrie was a sympathetic monster, but in this movie it's really not Dawn who is the monster, end yes. quote. I bristle at Carrie being called a monster. I don't think yeah, she's a monster really either. either. I'm not either, but, but I get what he's saying. But that, but, and again, I get it. I get it. This is, the, I think this is my thing with, you know what it is? I think this is my thing with teeth is that I look at the, when I look at the script, the fact that Dawn is the perpetrator of violence inadvertently, but is not the monster. It is the men around her right. who are mm-hmm. 
fucking monstrous. I actually wouldn't even call what she does violence because the violence is done to her and what yeah. she does is No, defense. it's she's she's just it's she, yeah. well it's self-defense for most of it until finally it she begins to use her defense mechanism as also a check on yeah, <laughs> a check okay. on toxic. You want to lock me in this car and wiggle your little tongue at me like that? I got you. Yeah. Well, want to wink you dirty old you man? Let she's my, like you. at the end of the movie she's like, "Hey, free car." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You want to let my mom die? Okay. Dick. Hello. Yeah. You also stuck a digit in me when we were kids. Uh, yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. That 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 brother character, Brad. Wow. Ugh. John really Hensley. Can't. John Hensley. You if, nailed it. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> you gotta tip your hat to John Hensley Seriously. in that role because. Bleh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just all the showers in the world. Yeah, just like, <laughs> ugh, just like someone hose me off after watching him. Yeah. yeah. And so, like. All of the elements of teeth, like from the fact that Dawn begins as someone who's an abstinence-only. Yes, we want to talk about that. Yeah, yes, and I, I want, I really want to hear. Just kept thinking, like, where's Bristol Palin? You know what? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck what I was going to say. Go right. talk, talk about abstinence night. <laughs> I, yes, I know so much about abstinence. <laughs> well, you know what's wild is that I, it got me thinking a lot about just like my sex ed or lack thereof Same. in school. And oh. I definitely wanted to ask you to what your sex ed experiences were like in high school or before that, whenever. God, you know, you had mentioned that in an email yeah. pre-show and I started thinking about it and I was like racking my brain trying to remember and then I realized, oh, wait, I went to Catholic grade school in high school. I didn't have fucking any. Yeah. You know, I remember having one day in like fifth grade where the eighth grade teacher came in and she started teaching us like, you're going to get to a point, you're in almost in junior high where you're going to start seeing stuff like shit and dick. <laughs> so it wasn't even like sex ed. It was like word ed. <laughs> Like it's uh, like, uh, like wow. I grew up in cool. an Irish Catholic family. <laughs> I heard all those words when I was like one. Um, wow. And then in high school, I had a religion class. I think is what she taught. And we had like a general sex ed course, and she actually went pretty deep because I know some parents were upset with some of the things she taught. And like one of her main things that she taught was masturbation hmm. she didn't like teach us how to do it but she told us like you're gonna do this That's and it's disgusting. perfectly normal <laughs> and like i think parents she are, should like, be upset. stopped yeah yeah that lady out of here <laughs> so like i didn't have a lot i think my sex ed would like most kids came from friends and peers and okay mm-hmm. you know well growing up in canada we had we received sex ed i mean we had health class and you know i, I mean but of course, the thing for me growing up uh, was the fact that I got sex ed, and you know, like by the end of you know that rubric of classes, I could you know roughly draw a vagina from memory. But fat lot of good it did me, um, you know. So, I mean, you know, of course, was was it useful uh, in the sense that you know you're learning about. STIs or you know or protection God, did or that you even know, get brought up in my class. I don't think so. Um, it, yeah, listen, in in Ontario in the early nineties, we definitely had it. Um, but <laughs> but uh, again, you know, like it's it's sex ed. Uh, I don't know what it's like now. I'm sure it hasn't changed, but you know, it assumes that every student is uh, is heterosexual and um, yeah. oh, that's a good point you are left uh, at least in the early 90s and as a queer kid you were left to um, the recesses of the local library and the incipient 
mm-hmm. the incipient wasteland of the internet to figure out <laughs> how things work for you. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? So, do? Nay, what know. was it like for you? Okay. Well, um, I you grew up pretty Christian, oh right? Oh my god! And you went to Christian school. Oh yes, I did. Okay. I should say, oh my goodness, as to not take the Lord's name in vain. Oh my motherfucking god! <laughs> oh my god! Um, we got absolutely no sex ed whatsoever. Um, Wear your ring only. Uh-huh. I had classmates with purity rings, but that also included like kissing. Like you weren't supposed to kiss people before you got married. Um, all our health book said was a sperm from your dad joins with an egg from your mom ah, sperm. and creates a baby. <laughs> and I remember having classmates being like, but how do they get together? <laughs> and my mom was, you know, she's a good Christian woman, but she, I feel like she has these moments of being realistic that just really endear her to me. And she was just like, listen, I had you without being married. So I can't tell you that like, People don't have sex when they're not married. And I'm not going to tell you that sex doesn't feel amazing. I'm just going to tell you that if you do it before you get married, you're a sinner. Oh. <laughs> um, and then she gave me this book. And I think it was called, like, that. So That's How I Was Made. And it talks about, like, mommies and daddies being in love and, like, Did she get it from a library and you had to get vagina. it back? Right. You know, I don't – I have no idea. But oh, boy. I definitely – I feel like I learned, th- like, about sexual things through, like – situations that I did not consent to, Ooh. you know? And so I, or like, I would be like backtracking, like, okay, this thing happened. Now I need to learn like what's going to happen. And just without access to the internet, even at that age, I, there were times when I thought I was pregnant from nothing, from nothing. Like, oh, this person kissed me and I didn't want it. But I heard that if there's a lump on your leg, well, then you're pregnant. Well, I sure did find a lump on my leg. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> You know, so just I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing awkwardly. I hate that you had to like, yeah. sort of like, I hate that you had to trudge through like all of that kind of that lack of information. That fucking sucks. Yeah, and it's just to be a so kid and left silly. to your own devices is. Yeah, and I think it's hard it's, enough. It's also super fucked up to like have a, a young person and deny them access to this kind of information while that young person <laughs> is like being sexual. Of their consent or not their consent. Right. Like, it's just like, it just kind of blows When we have a habit in this country to deny people things and then, I don't want to say make a mistake, but when yeah. something as a, happens as a result of them being denied, it's like, how could you? And it's like, I didn't have the resources or tools to know any different. Yeah. You know, also, so it's child, like, so. don't teach kids sex ed, but then a 15-year-old gets pregnant and she's a whore. It's like, what are yeah. you, what? Like, it just yeah. makes no sense. Yeah. So to hear all of that rhetoric that Don and I don't believe what I just that, said. By the way, well, no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me reiterate you know, all that here. rhetoric: the rings, the the meetings. The, they had like abstinence pep rallies and shit. Like, how are we gonna stay? You know, and look, like, I'm pro abstinence. If you want to be abstinent, oh, go for of it. But like, there's something weird about the cult of abstinence to me. Because it's like adults leading children through that charge, and it's just like, what's yeah, adults going who are fucking on here? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, um, hey Brennan, hi Brennan. Do you have a video? Or <laughs> oh, I, I have several videos if I you want, but maybe us. we should wait till after the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to 
if if you wouldn't mind. Brennan, the producer, guys. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, Hi, Brennan. You know, that's me. Um, you know me. I'm incredibly famous. Um, <laughs> I have almost 300 followers on Twitter. It's crazy. Um, Just leave him alone. <laughs> leave Brennan alone. God. Do y'all want to know what my sex ed experience Yeah. Is? Yes. Okay. So I remember in sixth grade... Um, there was like this seminar that was an abstinence seminar, I believe. And there was like, I believe there was a purity ring ceremony. I didn't go to it, but the thing is everyone was Quick really, question. Yes. Did you go to public school? I went to public school. Okay. Yes. I think the context of where this is happening True. is always fascinating. Yeah. yeah and I, I grew up in orange County, which is the kind of conservative belt of California. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, uh, the most distinct thing I remember is that everyone was very excited to go to it because they thought they were going to be showing porn videos. Oh, they're like, God. you're going to get to see what it's like. Um, wasn't that um, high school was pretty actually straightforward about it still no gay stuff but it was like here's how it works here's what you get I think there was a waiver like that your parents had to sign to allow you so to crazy. join the class um, so weird but, like I love I love the waiver aspect I like, know it's just like it's like they're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna make your kids hardcore pound fucked. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like what is that about? Yeah. It's so weird. It's yeah. so weird to me. Yeah. It's Can so we weird. Have... No, I want my child yeah. to be in the fucking dark. Well, we're taught as a like, young age in this it's, country it's, that ugh. like sex is shameful. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like any kind of Well sex. it is, it's disgusting. So y'all were like, allowed gross. to masturbate? Because we were definitely well, like the y'all teacher taught out. that, but I think she might have gotten probably in trouble. Yeah. Because, like, you're not supposed to spill any seed. My mom still (laughs) believes that masturbation is wrong. To this day, my mother. Boys are taught at a young age that they're they're told at a young age that they're going to go blind. Remember that whole. Or Harry thing. Palms. Harry yeah. Palms, I remember. Was like I remember an, that too. Uh, like an even to, older one. Used to look at my palms like, yeah. <laughs> oh no. I know. They I used to be, be really scared that the gynecologist was going to be able to tell that I masturbated. I was like, what if she can tell and she's going to tell my mom? And I just, I didn't. Doesn't that yeah. suck? You're a child. <laughs> yeah. You're a child. Yeah. Like fearing oh. going to the doctor I, should like be the yeah. last thing I'd know. Uh. And I actually didn't even know that what I was doing was masturbating for like a million years into it. So God, once I found out that's I what think it was, I, I was, was like, kind of like to hell. had that start too. Like, what just happened? Like, yeah, I was like, that was amazing. Huh. That's the coolest thing. I was I've like, ever done. I was like, this is the best bath <laughs> I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Lane. Face down on my bed is suddenly excellent. <laughs> like, I, like before you know what it is, that mo- those moments yeah. are like. I don't know what this is. Do I really need to pee? But it's yeah. good. Yeah. Did I um, just sneeze? But like in a different part of my body. Okay, not like okay, that not that not quite that far. This is kind of feel great. But, oh, sneezes um, feel amazing. Yeah. In my class, I don't think masturbation was like on the curriculum. Um, but there was a moment like the teacher had a Q and A moment where you could write down any questions anonymously I remember and she would that. answer them. Yeah, we had that too. Um, and I do remember there was still a bit of that fear mongering thing. Yeah. I did sing a song to the tune of "Don't Stop Me Now" about chlamydia. Um, wow. Do you have a recorded? Please tell me you remember it. I don't. <laughs> Brennan. I'm so sorry. Brennan. I'll look it up. Brennan. I'll see if I have any. Your homework tonight. Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> Your mission tonight. I'm going Should home this weekend. I'll see if there's it. anything uh, hiding God. in a garage oh somewhere. Please. New theme. <laughs> <laughs> new theme. Uh. So I'm glad you brought this up because to, to circle back to the movie, like last night when I was watching Teeth. We're talking about oh, Teeth, yeah. everybody. <laughs> For a minute, I had like a brief brain fart when she was 
had the page of her textbook oh, in the sink because yeah. I was like, what the fuck is yes. she doing? I forgot about the yes. sticker. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I realized, and it's like, my initial reaction was, whoa. And then I was like, that totally happens. Oh, that yeah. has to happen. And like, just judging from this conversation, <laughs> oh, yeah. like so messed up. When, you know what I love about that scene too, is that when she finally gets, because you can tell this is a young woman who never knelt over a mirror, mm-hmm. who never self-examined, who never did anything well, of the sort. No, Because she, she didn't know. Yeah. Or she didn't, or she didn't, she was afraid to, who knows? But I loved that when she finally got that gold sticker off her and she was able to see the anatomical representation of what a, her vagina looks like, she smiles. She smiles. She's not afraid. She's empowered. Right. I just – and this is why teeth drives me fucking crazy because there's so <laughs> many fucking things that I love about it and yet there's something <clears throat> about the direction that doesn't quite land well, for me. I think you and I have discussed that movie was shot on the cheap. They probably well, they, didn't have a lot of time. So no. the the zip factor that I think we both said it's kind of missing. Like I know. The, mm, you're right. I, I, it sh- has to be a product of that. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Because no, you're right. I think if it's you're very right. – had, but Mark, they had I what think they it's had. really valid. They had what they had and I'm, I'm glad the movie's out there. I, I love I, I love I so much about it. told you it reminded me of It Follows in a lot of ways as yeah. well, which is like the following of a singular character in the sense and she's going through a sexual discovery and awakening. Those kind of themes just like It Follows – but they apparently did that movie with half the money wow. 10 years later yeah. and the suspense and the rhythms are present throughout that movie the entire time. I think, I think did, Nate, so, did it bother, did it ever bother you that the movie did, was and, slow? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that is, that does seem to be like sort of like if people do have an issue with the movie is that the pace can Pacing be a little bit sluggish little at times. Sluggish, yeah. But like, did it ever, were you just like in it the whole time or were did it ever bug you that the movie never quite really seems to question. figure out whether it's a horror comedy or a horror movie or kind it sort of exists in like a little bit of like a a netherworld I mean I I liked it a lot and, yeah. and I watched it several I mean, I times loved the right. movie. I really but really also because movie. sometimes I would stop paying attention <laughs> and I would need to watch the movie again right so yeah so you yeah. you okay yeah definitely yeah I mean I think there is like I think I it's like a 90 minute movie and I think it honestly could be a one hour pilot in a lot mm. of ways to a TV show. I, like, I mean, literally the, you the, know, like the, the new adventures of Dawn. <laughs> oh my God. I would be done. Netflix order 12 episodes right now. Please. You want to, you know, it's something that I hadn't noticed before the first time I saw it is like movies where, uh, I mean, if they're not carry, if, if they're not sort of destroyed entirely movies like Jennifer's body or teeth, <laughs> you know, where a young woman has a kind of lethal power, um, they always end with her uh, – she can't stay. She has to leave. She's always mm-hmm. exiled or it's a self-imposed exile right. or like – it's interesting that oh, – I never put that together. That's – And it was interesting the choice that Dawn – Dawn chose to leave – well, I mean, I mean, well, she ate her brother's dick. So I guess – her stepbrother's dick. Well, so, the, the, well, the dog right did. She just bit it off. Mother. Yeah. <laughs> Mother. So weird. Oh, God. What a creep. Um, but <laughs> – so he really was. Yeah. So I guess you know, like, look. Obviously, she wasn't about to hang around, you know, and explain, you know, to her stepfather. Right. You know, it's like a funny story, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, Dad, listen. But it's but it's it, they always end with the woman. The woman must be exiled. The woman must be. Is know. there a way to look at it where she's actually running towards something better? I mean that I think that is definitely an because optimistic she's, way of looking at it. In a lot it. of ways, she's leaving behind the place that really kind of locked her in in one way or another. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like the place where she was raped, how many times? Right. Like, or I know. Mean, and in Jennifer's body, it's kind of yeah. the same thing. And mm-hmm. you know, Carrie, it's just oof. men are trash, and I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> I almost look at it as like this is where the queerness aspect in the movie comes into play for me. Right. Is kind of like how for a lot of queer people, at least for me, I shouldn't say a lot. This is my like my story was like. I left somewhere to go somewhere bigger and more accepting. Hmm. So for me, that's like the queer aspect of the movie is like the, the the tipping point for the queer aspect of the movie to me is the very end where I look at it as like she left her small town and she's going somewhere big and hopeful and exciting where she can be her 24 hours a day, seven days a week without – you know, she's going to find her tribe is probably a good way to put it, and, you know? And where she can bite off trash dicks. Yeah. And or, like, maybe sh- the rest of her life is she never had to bite another dick off again well, because she found a right? place that was uh, for her. Yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, that's an but, interesting question to pose, actually. Do did you come away from, from the ending of the film thinking that she's going to, like, Dawn is empowered in a sense of, like, a vigilante where she's like, I, yes. I would going love to, I am going yeah. to go after, I am going to like, seduce bad men and punish them. Like teeth, and, too. Go fuck yourself. It's like the <laughs> subtitle right. of the movie. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's okay. how I, I hope that's, yeah, that's how I the, saw the it. message is. But okay. there's also, to me, I just thought, well, like. If you look at it in a queer lens, it's like she could just be leaving this small place that was really horrible for her. I love and she's, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, her, her like desire to understand herself Ugh, and her body it. and like not liking her body, but liking her body. And then. And then learning to yeah, like love. Learning to love it. Like I the, just. Uh, yeah. The last shot on her face is oh, just I like girlfriend knows who she fucking is in that mm-hmm. moment. And it's mm-hmm. so empowering because there's something so great about this movie in the sense that it is such a female empowerment tale, but it's also universal. Yeah. Like it really is for anybody who's going through hell, Yeah, but it's also like so female empowering. It's mm-hmm. like, and like, I think I had told Mark yesterday briefly that, it plays better now than it did 11 years ago. Sadly. You Sadly. You talked yesterday? <laughs> Just kidding. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Um, um, definitely. I think that anyone who has ever – I mean I think unfortunately most people have had things happen sexually without their consent. Mm-hmm. And so I think that all folks, no matter like what their genitalia looks like, can unfortunately relate to mm-hmm. those moments. And – there are just so many times. I mean, for instance, when she goes to the gyno to get examined ugh, ugh. and old boy thinks he's just going to like ugh. go in fist Literally first. slide right in there. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. He, he full on hand that rocks the cradles her. That oh, was yeah, he had on four no fingers she bit yeah, off. He was, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he went it like his yeah. fist was ready. Yeah. Mother, no glove. The glove on the hand that didn't go in. Uh. And I just, uh. I think that was the moment. I mean, I know before that. There had also been that intense like rape scene in the right. cave, which, by the way, I could only watch the first time I watched the movie. I skip that every time now. I cannot watch that. Part. It's a it rough just scene. Irks me. It's actually a yeah. really rough fucking scene. Yeah, it really is. And and in the aftermath, uh, yeah. she gives such a great performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she's haunted. Just yeah. the shower scene alone, and then her sitting on the edge of her tub yep. is like. She's she, she silent that entire time, too. Yeah. It's amazing. They did a really good job casting there, too, because they really put you in a comfortable space with that – the boy. Yeah. Like a cute, 
mm-hmm. like ups, ups, another quote little unquote, pure ups. boy. Yeah, he looks yeah. like a fucking Fraggle. He's yeah. like the cutest. Like he's yeah. He's, he's like so, the cutest muppet so that's good. ever existed. He like yeah. knows what to say to her to make her comfortable yeah. with him. Like, oh, I'm pure boy too. Oh, oh, but then yeah. like, I thought about you too. And he's he's. He fooled me the first time oh, I saw. Oh, me too. It. I was like, I was like, hell oh, yeah. they're gonna have yeah. sex at the end, and it's gonna be so cute. Yeah. Teenage sociopaths. Yeah. yeah, he's queer. That actor, he's openly queer. Hale Appleman. Mm-hmm. I think hey. that's his name, right? Hi, Hale. But yeah. I'm sorry. I think I cut you off. You were going down a really nice road. I think we were talking. Oh, at the guy. I don't know. The guy. No, we were talking about that scene at the guy. No, yeah. I just. I. I mean, fortunately in my life, I feel like I've always had really good gynecologists. Mm-hmm. Um. But that moment, I think for anyone with a vagina, it can be really obviously uncomfortable no matter – even if you're there like because you want to be. And so I felt so good when she bit those fingers off. Oh, yeah. Like I was like, (laughs) fuck, yes. Well, the guy was like – his questions were so like – I hate it. You know what I mean? He's just like, this is your first time, right? Like so – He's making sure she doesn't know what he's about to do mm-hmm. isn't routine. Mm-hmm. But it also just made me think of like all those athletes that are going to their fucking coach's recommendation of their doctors, like the gymnasts in the U.S. that mm. they're 12, 13, 14, yeah. and it's probably their first run-in with a gynecologist. Yeah. And it just, ugh, it, just, it, re- it just opened up all those stories in my head, yeah. and I'm just like, eat it. Yeah, fucking eat it. Bite every finger. You know what I wish? Okay, my least favorite part or aspect of this movie mm-hmm. is that something has to be inserted in the vagina for it to bite it off. I really wish that the teeth could like extend. Oh, you oh want some God. like full xenomorph Yes, action. like almost like biting it. Yes, like, yeah. I want it, the teeth so, to shoot out of the vagina. Alien style. Bite it, yes. yes. And then, you know, no penet- No penetration in. needed. Yeah. I feel like that would be just so much better. I mean, look that 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 is definitely but, the know. sequel development. Unfortunately, yeah, the, the I next think. mutation. Like, develop the sequel right now, Brennan. Do you have a <laughs> clip? You have a clip from the gynecologist scene, right? Yeah, and I was actually going to say we haven't played the trailer yet, oh. and um, I know it's kind of oh, deep sorry. in the episode, and we're this deep. I don't want to trigger the dentata, but do you want to listen to that? The gynecologist scene is like a major part of the trailer. Sure, sure, yeah. works okay. for me. And then we can like re-edit it and like put it up front. <laughs> uh, whatever who cares we're, we're queering this space and we're queering the structure well the there movie to me is, is so like sh- streamlined in a way that like it yeah get it it's yeah and it's just <laughs> but it opens up so much conversation that really doesn't need to be about the movie true yes that we true um yeah so i'm loading up the trailer right now but while i have you as a captive audience mm-hmm. if in tea time next week one of you does not mention Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. I'm going to quit because you need to watch that movie. I saw it. Eve, why didn't you bring it up, man? I didn't see the first one. Because he wants you to maintain a friendship with him. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I listen, I thoroughly enjoyed Mamma Mia. I've never seen the first Here we go again. Movie. You don't have to. Just watch the new one. Okay, here's the trailer. Okay. Bye. You got All it. right. What can I do for you, miss? Is this your first time? Ugh. Ugh. Okay. So I imagine you have no idea what to expect. Not really. Don't worry. I'm not going to bite you. Slide down. (laughs) Put your feet right in here. Okay. Are you sexually active? No. I just want to be checked out. Okay, then. I'm nervous. I think there might be something weird going on inside. What's, what do you put in here? Ah! Ah! 
the high tension music? There's something <laughs> inside of me. You get his vagina whistling. <laughs> Didn't talk. What? It's Latin for teeth. <laughs> it's what's inside me. Now I can't get that out of my head. It's literally what I'm saying. Right. Don's supposedly talked back. Now it's like, feed me. It's like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, exactly. That's the sequel. Can you imagine the baddest bitch? You walk in, her fucking vagina is whistling. <laughs> I mean, I'd die for that. That would stop you cold. That you'd be like, especially if she's like talking at the same time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, where is that? She no, she's singing along. She's, she's, yes. <laughs> I'm like snapping my fingers with that one. That's why the sequel could be a musical. You know, uh, there's so many possibilities. So many possibilities. Um. I, I do have the end of that scene too, if you want. Oh, sorry, Brendan. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just trying to produce a show that's like good oh, and has clips. Oh, okay. Yikes. Mm. Sorry, this one's 12 seconds. So <laughs> I'll be it. away. I'll go away. I'll go to my closet. Okay, play it. Play it. It's like, why don't you scream like my fucking fingers are missing? Well, but okay, but here's here's here here the gayest thing about this movie to me: a a film that contains no actual gay content, correct, um, is just the movie. The entire take on vagina dentata, and this is what I find fascinating about the movie: is that it is taking extremely serious themes about sexual violence, about self defense, about consent about knowing your own body um, and making them just a little campy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting. It's and, tough to swallow. Well, it, it's like yeah. I, I – for whatever issues I have with the movie, I have to hand it to the movie for actually successfully putting you on the side of Dawn and never letting the movie fully tip over into camp because it yes. never allows you point. to not take yeah. – what happens to her seriously? True, but I think that, but it's but it very much feels like a gay man's kind of sensibility, where like a bad man gets his fingers bit off and he screams vagina dentata. You know what I mean? That's yeah, like extremely. Very... That's a very drag show kind of yes. development, I and it's... that's not a complaint. No, because the the movie seems to really know how completely outlandish on some level its yeah. core I mean, concept is. I had that thought last night when I was watching it that I was just like. Some of this content is being played for camp and, right. you know, sort of mommy dearest in a way. Are there, any, are there any aspects, though, to you as a female viewer that you go – because it's dealing with, like, themes of sexual violence and self-defense, like, that ever rubbed you the wrong way? Or were you just, like, in the tank for it from jump? <laughs> There's a few things that rub me the wrong way. Okay. okay. I – when – um, what's, I don't remember the second boy's name, but the one who, like, basically – are we spoiling or not? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, I we, mean, okay. It's, the one it's, who it's, has tricked so her into having sex. Yeah, yes. he's on the phone. Yes. And is like right. doing it right now, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what irks me is that um, <laughs> when I was reading the like wiki of this movie and the IMDb, they talk about that first sexual experience as though she consented to it, and I'm like, she's drugged. Like he gave her a pill. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And 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 so they're like, and then it's fine because she consented to it, and I'm like. She's, she's she's drugged, so right, she can't right. consent. She's not in a coherent state. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that irked me. But in the movie, um, it irked me how he put that, like, vibrator on her clip for, like, one second and then, like, all of a sudden busts out a condom 
I really hate when men do that. <laughs> so I mean, I haven't slept with a man in a very long time, but I was just like, yeah, y'all do do that, don't you? You think that now is the time to bust out the condom? You 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 touch my clip for like one second. What are you doing with this condom? You don't even know how to put it on either. This is a full time job. Forth. Yeah. <laughs> do, straight men really do find foreplay that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, remember how he was like, ugh, how he was touching her titty? I was like, what the fuck are you even doing? I would literally not have sex with you if you touched my titty like that. (laughs) So that that irked me. But also... It's a good representation of the teenage boy. True. I feel like, right? True. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't have sex. I mean, aside from the stepdad who, I don't know, comes off great... There's, I mean, like 201, the men in this movie are just like yeah. awful. Well, and besides the mom, even I think the other female characters in the movie are kind of garbagey. Yeah, kind of everyone's you know? Yeah. Although there's only like two other women in the movie. It's a pretty misanthropic view. <laughs> it's a pretty people. like – to go back to what you're saying about the camp, I think the reason it's palatable is because – because of her performance. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, They keep her grounded the entire time. Again, yeah. she is the most human yeah. and yeah. likable character. And that's the, the best trick of the movie is that it is the quote unquote monster of the film is the one that who is actually the, the least monstrous. She never, well, she only starts revenge biting when, but you know, men, I don't, men start willing, willfully acting her. like trash. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think it's good revenge. Oh, hell <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, listen, listen. <laughs> hell yeah. Listen, I mean, like, by the end, you're get just like, step yeah, penis. get that one. Oh, that yeah. one's got a dick, yes. too. Get him, too. Yeah. I, don't like, yes. I don't like the look of him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, something Leave the that dog alone, me. everyone else is fine. Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally a movie that left the dog alone. Yeah. You know? True. I like that. The dog got a treat. Did. Okay, I read that they made that Prince Albert piercing out of oh. sugar in case the dog swallowed it. Oh, I didn't read that. Yeah. Fun That's fact. Yeah. Ugh. Um I I really wanted a moment, you know, after when she gets raped the first time after mm-hmm. the cave and she who's she telling that like she has to like she has to turn herself in because yes. she's killed this person. Mm-hmm. She's I telling just, the yeah. dude that drug her. Yes, 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 yes. I can't remember any other names. I I know. Sorry. Um <laughs> I I wanted so bad someone to be like hold like hold you were raped and that's not your fault. Right. Like right. that I just I wanted I wanted that somewhere. Like an acknowledgement. Yeah. Of being like. Because in a lot of ways, yeah. she, I don't even think she really acknowledged it herself. Yeah. It was like, this is like, traumatic because my buddy cut off a dick from someone else's body and this person died. Or like, I was having sex with this person and now their dick is gone. Or like, I, yeah, I just wanted someone to be like, you, you are being assaulted, raped, all these things. And none of that is your fault. And we, right. yeah. I think that's the audience's role though. As a viewer, I think it is your role to be saying that literally in your head or to the screen, like to be like, like, no, 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 because like Dawn has no one. That's her journey that she has to go on to yeah. learn. Like, actually, no, I'm not at fault. I'm Damn, fine. Damn, she got to learn everything, don't she? Poor That's Dawn. She really, Dawn, <laughs> Dawn really has, Dawn has, she got, she, the hard, she had the short end of everyone. Fucking raw deal. Well, I want to ask you two a question. Please do. And Proceed. you each have to answer, and okay. I'll answer too. Okay. okay. So, well, to preface this like slight game discussion, I want to say that none of us uh, believe that. Uh... Okay, actually, let me say this. So I read this thing. Okay, I got, I fell into like this Instagram hole this uh-huh. week, um, and there was this artist who had 
showed a picture of a banana being cut up and the banana obviously you're supposed to believe is a dick and then there was comments which I was like yeah I cut it up you know um, but then there's comments <laughs> well because in the context the, the this artist like um, is a stripper and a sex worker and they usually post like the horrible things that men say to them while they're at work and so Ugh. in the context of the picture similar to Don you're like yeah this is a horrible person's penis destroy it right. but some of the comments were talking about um, it being possibly transphobic to just like generalize a penis um, and it just like the com- there was a lot of comments about it not being as thoughtful as people would like mm-hmm. and so I'm definitely not someone who can ever say something is not transphobic as I am not a trans person right mm-hmm. um, so I always want to listen to trans folks on that. And so I just, when I was thinking about this game, I just wanted to bring that up. I don't know what we're going to do with that information. Okay. But in this game, I, w- I just want you to pick like whose dick you would bite off. Oh. If okay. you could. Paul Ryan, done. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That smarmy asshole. Yeah. Mm. So, so part of the com- comments were like, you know, saying that all rapists need to be castrated is like, Nah, I don't know. There was just like a lot of conversation. So I just want to acknowledge that there's a lot of conversation around that. And not everyone takes everything the same way. Yes. That and not everyone takes the same take, reaction. Yes, or has exactly. The same thoughts. Everyone's exactly. different. Pe- different people shower differently. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for the point of this conversation, I just want to say that we are playing this game like within the movie where Don bites off penises that are bad. Paul Ryan, done. I don't think the game started. <laughs> Paul Ryan. I want it to be Paul Ryan. <laughs> what are you? Um, I mean, God, so many, so many dicks to bite off. Oof. Uh, Paul Ryan. If I had to pick like a first in line, it would be Mitch McConnell. And, you know, that would mean yeah. actually having to watch Mitch McConnell disrobe, and mm. I would be willing to take one for for humanity, essentially. Uh, I just so, got, ugh. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Warning. <laughs> Graphic content. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> the dirtiest thing we've said on this That's show. really the most horrific thing. <laughs> um, so, like, if I had to pick one? Yeah. Definitely he's super duper up there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, just okay. not a fan. We should we should <laughs> also we should also say that we don't. This is all happening purely in the realm of fantasy. Yes. We don't advocate we don't violence. violence. We don't endorse violence towards anyone, even the most scummy, terrible, Awful, duplicitous, evil, lying, twisted, monstrous people you can think of. But hypocritical violence animals. is never the answer. However, within the context of Nay's game, Mitch McConnell. <laughs> nice. What about you, Nay? Um, okay, so if the teeth could extend out of my vagina no, and you bite have to fuck them, that's the that fucked way. up part, right? Yeah, because they gotta like stick their dick in you, Ugh, and like that's only good if you want it. Blech. Obviously, goes without saying. But if I could extend like Venus flytrap, it kind of like you know, just like the teeth extend out of my vagina Zenomorph. and bite. Yeah, it would probably be this person I went to <laughs> middle school with who oh, told girl, me. I love it. I know, We're doing a deep cut. because yeah. listen. Listen, this person told me that I did not have big titties, and I believed them for like twenty years. Literally, like. But Cheyenne Jackson told you. I know. Yeah. He really brought he brought he brought me to the light. Yeah. Twenty. You know, sometimes people tell you something when you're kids, and you believe it for like thirty years. Absolutely. Wow. Why did I Why did I do that? Literally, this person told me that I did not have big titties. And like three years ago, my partner at the time was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You have the biggest tits I've ever seen." (laughs) And I was like, "You know what? You're so right." (laughs) 
let's call the kid I went to sixth grade with. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck you for ha- think- having me live in years and years and years thinking I don't have big titties when I do. Okay. I don't yeah. think it's a good idea to ever tell anyone anything about their fucking body. True. Shut I, the fuck that's up. my favorite. Right. Shut yeah. the f- keep, keep it to keep yourself. Keep it to yourself. You can as, as, um, oh, on Keep It. What is her name? She's so fat. Oh, yeah. Sarah Brown? Yes. Thank you very much. As Kara is fond of saying, you can just choose to say nothing. I'm paraphrasing probably, but that's roughly what she's putting across and no truer words. Yeah. I always like look at it as like, you don't always need an opinion. No. Nope. Sometimes it's okay not to have any anything to say on something. Keep As we sit self. here on a podcast, we know. Our opinion. I know. The <laughs> so I would budget <laughs> call. I know. But you know what? You can also choose to say nothing. <laughs> wow. Drag us. Drag us. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Well, um, I like this. Uh, <laughs> There's no stud finder for this movie because they're all, I mean, Don. Don is it. Mother. Yeah. Mother. Also mother. Though. Oh, yeah, mom. The dog. I know we pick the dog often. Oh, you yeah. literally meant the dog. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mother, mother the dog. Mother There's no gate the for grandpa here. No. <laughs> no, but, sure um, Yeah, the stud to me is Don. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, that shot in the car at the end, stud. It's the baddest bitch. Yeah, I found the stud. Right it really there. is. I mean, there's yeah. no, like, there's, there's not a single man to... Her no. dad is Dees, right? Like, I guess. Mm. Sort of. I don't know. Ineffectual. Who? Who's... Okay. Who... I know that they're, they're step-siblings. Yes. Whose yes. parent is who? Son is the dad and then yeah. her, she is the mother's. Okay. So that dad actually does that because that's his child. Oh, yeah. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> like, raised that You have shit. the most disgusting child. He's disgusting. He, like... <laughs> I really... His actions... Oof. He he was triggering me left and right. I was mm-hmm. like, as someone who has a sibling they don't like, <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. He, I cannot stand this actually, guy. Actually, looking back, like he reminded me of like one of my tormentors from junior high. He looked like him. Damn. And I'm just like, get him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't yes. talk that motherfucker. Yeah, now right. I'm remembering a kid who punched me in the stomach when I was in seventh grade. Renee. Yeah. Renee. And I'd like, <laughs> it's really weird. This, That's why you trigger me so much. This kid had like a certain smell to him mm-hmm. to me. I don't know if it was me manufacturing the smell because he was awful to me. Like every day in junior high. You're like, awful. You were probably like, or, I need to recognize Or he was like around. a 13 year old boy and <laughs> we nasty. all smelled. But yeah. he. I imagine that character smelled like him the entire Absolutely. time I was watching. Oh, the that character smells. The, oh, yeah. That room smells bad. Mm, he tried to that room smells dog. like Axe, Body Spray, and Mildew <sighs> in a fart. And Mother, the dog. Yeah. Cigarettes. He tried to Cigarettes. shove a dog biscuit in his girlfriend's mouth. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. That's a very specific kink. <laughs> she wasn't into it, was but she? But it was like a gross she, well, she was just like, is this happening? Is this, Do I, is this, okay, is how this long ha- does the bone this, have to be? I is was this dinner? Like, is this like... I know she was. Um, she was a bit too understanding. I think. Yeah, I think she was in it for the art on his wall. I mean, listen, we're not here to kink shame anybody. If you're into doggy biscuits, yeah, have oh, for yeah, add it. Sure. Some, you know, get the kind that are organic that have vitamins and minerals. You know, like get the yeah. with the first ingredient is like chicken or beef. You're good. Yeah, yeah. As Nomi and Crystal say, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they used to love doggy chow. It's good. <sighs> Did Brennan have a game for us yeah, this week? I think it's he really did. funny that you mentioned that <gasps> because I do. Oh Yay, my god! Games. Okay, Dentata, uh, <laughs> vagina Dentata. It's real. Um, <laughs> you know it's real, fucker. <laughs> okay, so I don't know if this, I'm still triggered by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if this game's going to be a disaster or not. So depending on how that goes, there's either one or two rounds. Okay. Um, but it's called Sex Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Hopefully mm. I do as well in this game as I did in the last one. <laughs> so Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. Um, so <laughs> Does Paul Ryan get his dick bit off? So are you all aware of the rules of the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yes. Which I made a clever pun off of if you didn't notice. Uh, no, I don't. Oh okay, God, so I'll explain that to you really quick and to any audience members who don't. Basically, well, the, the game Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is based on the, I think, false premise that Kevin Bacon is in a lot of movies with a lot of different people because mm-hmm. I have a lot of trouble connecting people to him. Mm-hmm. But um, the idea is you name two actors and you have to link them together by other people they've worked with. So you're like... If you're linking Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt, you're like, Tom Cruise has been in, you know, a Tom Cruise movie with uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> Wasn't it always like with the vampire. Kevin Bacon? They, I, it can the, be I, anyone. General idea? Okay. 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 If it, yeah, if it's... I don't know. You're connecting like Tom Cruise was in an interview with a vampire with Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt was in Curious Case of Benjamin Button with Kate Blanchett and Kate Blanchett was in yada yada with this person and then you connect them through yeah, that. Right. Does that make sense? And so we are trying to connect people to Kevin Bacon via people they've either had sex scenes with oh. or and Jesus. you never you never want to assume <laughs> that people who are in a romantic relationship are having sex. Mm-hmm. But in the case of this movie, I am going to go with people that are their love interests because I just wanted to make it easier. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Is sure. that way too yes. hard? Okay. I mean, oh, so you hard, might stump us, sense. but we'll see. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll no. There's just silence for like the next three minutes. <laughs> We're going to be talking about a lot about straight boning right now. So, you know. I know. Boring, lame. But Ugh. I'm going to have you connect two men as the first game. Hey, okay. So, um, I'm so going to give touch you guys. Tips through. How many movies? Yeah, exactly. That's the point. We're going to try to reduce it as small as possible. Um, and okay, tips. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is a weird game. I'm testing it out, testing the waters. Um, but I'm going to give you guys three minutes, and we're going to cut that out Marcus of the podcast. Still laughing. Which part? I don't know what. Which part? Which part gets cut out? No, I'm going to give you guys three minutes to come up with your answers, and I'm going to oh, cut that part out. It. Got, Got it. it. Okay. Um, but here's who we're going to be connecting. Okay. We're going to be connecting Chris Evans with Chris Pine. And if you any other famous Chris's you can include in that link, you get an extra point. Jesus. You got your Chris Pratt, your Chris Hemsworth, Christopher Lloyd, Christine Baranski, um, any Chris's. Oh, man. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to have my back break. <laughs> Are we allowed to use IMDb? Uh, sure. Oh. God, you just have to, f- whoever has the smallest amount of connections. So it's wins. Chris Evans to Chris Pine. Yes. Okay, so I connect them in my head. Do I win? They've had sex with each other? Oh, just and, in your yeah, dreams. right here. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm starting the timer now because Mark's already started. Okay. Everyone, um, already did. Right. hate me. Sorry. Wait, what are these people's names? <laughs> okay. Chris, Chris Evans. So Chris Evans is Captain America. Um, Chris Pine is Captain Kirk, so we're linking the captains uh, together. Okay, I, I, you know what? I'm, why am I pretending like I can play this game? I don't know anything. I'm sorry. I was, no. trying, I was trying to be don't creative. Be sorry, it is creative. It is funny. <laughs> like, no, don't even, don't even worry about me. So, do you just want to have a three minute conversation with each other while they're <laughs> trying to play the game? Because I don't want to have to cut anything out. Really, <laughs> I don't want to get timestamps. I'm like, how, how, wait, hold on. I okay. can do this. I'm um, a cookie again. Um, I do want to say nay. I really, like, I'm so glad you chose this movie because I actually watched it for the first time. Oh. Um, I loved it yeah. so much. So I love good. the giant uh, Simpsons-esque nuclear towers yes. behind the house in every exterior shot. Yes. 
there's that middle sequence that feels like just any scene <laughs> Mark could looks be. Like he's writing a script. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm the cat. Ding. I'm yeah. Cat. <laughs> yeah. Just just slapping a keyboard. Ding. Yeah. No, but like any scene in the middle Ding. of this movie, <laughs> any scene could be a nightmare. Mm. Like the scene where she's kind of weirdly out of it and trying to give her no sex speech to the kids, yeah. and they're chanting like Bible verses yeah. at her. I thought that was a dream. That's hideous. And then yeah. it just goes to the next scene. You're like, wait, like, yeah, this happened. Yeah, um, absolutely. That movie. Yeah, I, I just I like obviously there's a lot of really hard to watch stuff in that movie, but it's also really well made and really trippy and yeah. fun. And that transition from like coming of age terror horror movie to like seventies esque exploitation revenge fun. movie. Yes. So fun. So good. So I you know. Thirty two teeth out of thirty two. That's my score for this movie. <laughs> thirty two teeth. <laughs> I got my wisdom teeth pulled, so that's all I can give. Okay, do you remember when um, they're like examining the tooth, and they're, so it's like part fish, part human? Yeah. Oh I yeah, was, there's like lamprey DNA I was in like, there. This is drama. Are they? Are they? They got those tests back quick. I <laughs> the teeth test. <laughs> like, but these are human teeth. Like, okay, it's teeth. Um, okay, do you? I'm yeah, trying to figure no, this out. it's just it was just fun. I had a good time. Yeah. Okay, I guess we should keep talking. They're still going. Okay, um, let me look. Oh, we got 20 seconds left. Do you guys, are you guys anywhere Shit. close or should we just keep going? I mean, I know Chris Evans was in Snowpiercer with Allison Pill. Allison Pill was in Milk with James Franco. James Franco was in – or I'm sorry. Wait, Allison did you have Pill sex was, with James Franco? Allison Pill was in Milk with Josh Brolin and Josh Brolin. Oh, that's right. I'm doing it the Kevin Bacon way. I don't okay. know. I don't know. None, of, <laughs> none of those people had sex in the movie. Okay. Well, we're out of time. Thank Mark, you. Did, did you get anything – um, I got as far. I forgot about the sex. As, aspect. <laughs> I, I I hate to say this, but I got literally nowhere. Oh no! But you I look so professional. Know, I I put on a game face, but let me tell you something. This was it's really hard challenging. Yeah, I was worried about but that. for people to bone, for people to be boning, or at least romantically involved. Uh huh. Um, from movie to movie, <laughs> <You're just> scribbling. <laughs> li- Michael's literally. What I have scribbling. right here is. Sorry, I'm just doing circles. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, you know, I, I forgot about the relationship relationship aspect. So, okay. Nay, what did, Nay, what did you rules. get? Um, <laughs> <laughs> cookie. I was eating a cookie. <laughs> okay, so uh, this game goes on the cutting room floor. Sorry about that. I mean, wait, what cutting room do you floor have? of life? People are going to still have to listen to this shit. Brennan, so do you have? <laughs> do you have? I do. Okay, I have the answer. Is there only one? No, there's multiple. Okay. You just missed them all. Um, <laughs> Chris Evans is in What's Your Number with Anna Faris, mm. who is in Take Me Home Tonight with Chris Pratt, mm. who is in Guardians of the Galaxy with Zoe Saldana, who is in Star Trek with Chris Pine. Mm. Well, when you put it that way. Mm. It's just it's a really easy game, you guys. <laughs> I like Anna Faris. Yeah, she's you great. did not just take three minutes to figure that out. I did when I made my notes. Lies. That's a lie. No, I spent like a whole lunch break looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) See? She like called in sick one day and was like, I got to do this (laughs) connection. Oh, wait. Uh, I threw my notes away, but I still need them. (laughs) (laughs) You literally did throw your notes. So vagina dentata. Well, Hmm. um, does this movie have a pride float? Ooh. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. My version of the Pride Float. Oh, girl. I'm so excited. (laughs) It is a 40-foot-long 
by 15 foot wide clear glass aquarium hmm. on wheels, right? It's rolling through the, through the, through the pride floats. I mean, through the, through the parade. Sponsored by Absolute Vodka. <laughs> so you've got this big aquarium. Behind the Mickey's float. Yep. It's full of all different kinds of severed dicks. Mm. Oh. All different kinds. Just okay. to the brim. Up to the just to the full. Brim. Yes, sweetie. To the brim. Dicks to the brim. Dicks to the brim, honey. <laughs> and on the side, written in the blood of my enemies, it, it just says, try me. And that's my, that's my pride float. <laughs> I don't think there's any reason to add to that. <laughs> right. Like, there's nothing <laughs> else try me. to add. Try me. <laughs> or just like, try me. Oh, maybe scent is good. The only thing I would, yeah. <laughs> the only thing I would add is like, it's Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. You need a sponsor yeah. for it. Bud Brought Light. to you by Absolute Vodka. Buy three olives. Or no, like Skinny Girl. <laughs> three olives. Three olives. <laughs> <laughs> it's always three olives. It's like sponsored by Bravo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Watch what happens. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, it gets that float to me. Yep. There yeah. you go. Aww. It gets a pride float. It gets one in 2007 for sure. Oh, definitely. And it gets one today because I think the movie actually plays better. I don't want to say plays better, but it uh, it me. It's not lost any of its, it's aged well. Is that a good way to put it? <laughs> Considering the material, yeah. Um, sadly, sadly, antioxidants and. It aged quite well. Dicks yeah. to the brim. I'm like just seeing a dicks giant to the brim. brimming. Dicks to the brim. <laughs> dicks to the brim. <laughs> we can use the same float from night school. Yeah. The same aquarium. Oh. Just re- repurpose it yeah. to a dick brimming float. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recycle. Dicks to the brim sounds like a really good name for a song. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Your single drops. <laughs> single drops in a month. Don't um, steal that Nicki Minaj. <laughs> well, guys, where can listeners find you on social media? Go ahead, Nay. Mm. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Black Cupcake. That's B L A K K C U P C A K E. You can find me on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken. And I'll give you my Instagram. It's got like a picture on it. And it, that is at Michael Ken Ken the one, the number one. You look like such a troll on there. I mean, not Russian like a troll. Yeah. You're, I'm like, okay, are you going to message me a single heart any moment? Yeah, you are. I did today. <laughs> that was different. Heart today. You know how men do that on Instagram? They'll say hi, like just hi or a heart. I don't. I don't get that. I, I have so in the like other folder where people that you don't follow their messages go, it's mm-hmm. full of men. Creepos. Of creep. Yeah. With, and all they say is like, hi, or nice to meet you mm. or a heart. You know, I was talking earlier about my mom reading signs. That's yes. Instagram to me. So I don't even know what this other folder is. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, where to you, listeners, Mark? if you decide to follow Nay at Black Cupcake, uh, please don't send her weird messages uh, <laughs> because you know you've already heard about the aquarium full of dicks. Uh, <laughs> try me. Uh, right. Consent is cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Senior Teenager and on Insta at Senior Teen. Uh, and you wanted to talk about clothing donations. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I was just going to ask. I did want to bring that up. I know um, I've had a lot of questions the past couple weeks from folks who are looking because they're like cleaning out yep. for the that time of year. Yeah. And so they're like, where should I take my clothes that isn't necessarily Goodwill? Mm. Um, and I want to say that the Youth Center on Highland. I just dropped some stuff off last yes. week. I love it. I met Nolan for the first time. My Nolan? Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my 
Michael. I've talked to him via email many times and That's finally my best introduced friend. myself to him. That's Aww. my best friend. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So the LA LGBT Center has a youth center. They, on Highland. On Highland. Um, they take donations seven days a week. And they have a clothing closet for folks to get clothes um, for any reason. But then they also have a separate closet for employment. So, for instance, if you have like old like some business casual stuff you'd like shoes, to get rid of they will especially. put it yeah shoes they will put it in that closet and folks who are going on job interviews or who got a job and need that kind of clothing they get to pick from that um and I so wanna, great yeah it's amazing and i definitely want to encourage folks if you personally have a hard time finding clothes for your body i want you especially to donate because um there are young folks out there who access the closet and may or may not be able to find something that works yep. for them. So, And I also want to add on to that about if you're not in the L.A. area, please seek out a similar facility where you're from because yeah. though our community is underrepresented in a lot of places. Yes. And if we are underrepresented and underserved in L.A., I can only imagine what it is in, like, in other cities. For sure. Um, but I also was going to say something about Based on this movie, please donate to Planned Parenthood. Yes. Please donate to the Trevor Project. Yes. Um, you can do that anywhere. You don't need to be in L.A. True. Yep. You can donate in Mike Pence's name. Yes. <laughs> you can donate in your favorite enemy's name. Yeah. You can donate in the name of Nate's <laughs> my, my vagina? Grade. Oh. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Please donate in the name of Nate's vagina yeah. for this please. movie. Yeah. Queers and allies, you have been mobilized. You heard it here. Get to it. Help out. And at um, Queer Wolf Pod. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say we're going to share links to those organizations on our Twitter and Instagram, which is thank at you, Queer Brennan. Wolf Pod. Thank you, Brennan. Um, Brennan, where can we find you? Thank you so much for asking. You're welcome. You can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brins. Bye. Good name. Bye. Um, <laughs> and uh, oh, should okay. we tease uh, what we're watching next episode? Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have. Too. I have a hint. Oh, I love this. It's just a little hint. Okay. High Point Coffee. (gasps) Brennan knows. I already knew, but I'm still so excited. (laughs) (laughs) High Point Coffee, people. What if this was how I found out what we were doing next week? (laughs) No, actually, we could, actually. Oh, please. I need to get ready. I need to get these clips. (laughs) You're like, no, I can't stand the suspense. (laughs) No, I literally need to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it sucks, but we got to go, guys. Thanks for listening again. Thanks for listening. You're still around. <laughs> and Come we'll gutters. see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>